Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, iconic army. Bora hey. It's comeback week. Yay. Yes, we are so excited for Comeback. The album is going to come out um, at 11 p.m. our time here in Kansas City on Thursday evening. And we are getting together immediately for it. We're probably going to pull an all-nighter together here at Bethany's house. And uh, we cannot wait to dig into it. Yeah, we're going to get into research like right away. Mm -hmm. So be anticipating multiple weeks in a row of episodes. We're for sure going to cover it as fast as we can. Um, in today's episode, today, we're just going to try to finish up with all the the comeback, you know, proof promos that have been going on. Yeah, but rest assured that we will be talking about everything today. Uh, we're just going to talk about what we have so far because it's it's Monday right now when we're recording. Yeah. Um, but on that note, welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. So like I was saying today, we're going to hang out for about an hour and just kind of finish up a lot of the proof uh, comeback that it's been going on but we're also going to touch on topics like festa and mm-hmm. the white house because yeah. that's been happening all the same time it's right it's been a lot <laughs> but before we get into today's episode too much we want to say thank you iconics for being here and for all of your support if you'd like to have access to our google docs or our monthly iconic hangouts or our sound checks then you can do that by donating to our patreon at patreon.com slash standing bts or if you'd like you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing bts podcast your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes but really any type of support is super appreciated yeah. thank you all for being here yeah thanks iconics uh so it's pride month this month of june so we have chosen to support glad which is the gay and lesbian alliance against defamation uh its mission is to amplify the voice of lgbt community by empowering real people to share their stories, holding the media accountable for the words and images they present, and helping grassroots organizations communicate effectively. By ensuring that the stories of LGBT people are heard through the media, GLAD 
GLAD promotes understanding, increases acceptance, and advances equality. Because of GLAD's work, LGBT stories and issues are covered in national and local news publications, in film, and on television. Uh, we know that there are so many amazing charities to support during the month of June to support for Pride Month. We've previously uh, asked you guys to support the Trevor Project, and there's just a lot of really wonderful organizations out there. Um, but this month, we particularly liked how GLAD uh, works in media and works in representation um, mm -hmm. and we are always uh, advocating for more representation yeah. so uh, you can donate by clicking the link in the description yep all right well let's go ahead and get into the remainder of this proof comeback yes. so where we left off last time before i had left for grace <laughs> um we were just starting to get the proof of inspirations so we had previously spoke about Young's proof of inspiration on the last episode um but since then we have gotten all of the rest of the members so what was so interesting is with the releases of their proof of inspirations they actually went in reverse debut announcement order mm -hmm. which we just thought was really unique there's a lot of parallels with how they're releasing content with how they release content with their debut yeah um just super cool with it being an anthology uh just seeing all the parallels with with debut yeah all the thought that went into their planning of releases i think is really mm -hmm. interesting so after Young, we ended up getting Jen's proof of inspiration. So he talked about his songs, Moon and Jamais Vu. Those were the two songs that he picked for the anthology. So he ended up saying that Moon is his connection to ARMY. Uh, cannot be separated, just like the Earth and the Moon. And now he feels that him and ARMY have assembled into one. Mm -hmm. And then for Jamais Vu, he said it's a song that really gets you through the tough times. Yeah. And that was his his reason for picking these two songs. And again, we got photos. A lot of the photos are from like Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really just a beautiful, you know, clip, short clip that they had put together for these proof of inspirations. Yeah. I love the the visuals that go along with each one of their proof of inspirations. They kind of go along with what they're saying, but they're, you know, kind of all these little unseen shots of mm -hmm. different, you know, members and aspects of BTS. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very cool to see that go along with their words and their reasoning. Uh, the next one that we got was Jimin and Jimin, his inclusions on the album were Filter and Friends. And so he was talking about how Filter shows many dis different sides of himself and that he specifically related himself to uh, like a metaphor using color, saying that he has been colorless in the past, but he has so many different colors to share and that he wants to share those with um, with ARMY. And uh, and then friends is that he and his he would say that his friends, including like BTS, are always there to help him bring out his true essence and bring out all of his colors. So I just thought that it was a really beautiful uh, significance behind his two choices. Yeah, I love how their two choices end up like playing off of each other, too. When Jimin said that he still has many different colors to share, mm -hmm. it's like. I feel like we've seen so many different, yeah. like all the duality components of mm -hmm. Jimin, like so many different sides to him. And he still has more, like how much more there can there be? Like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I loved it. Mm -hmm. So for Jungkook, he chose Euphoria and Dimple. So for Euphoria, he said that singing and dancing with his members and with ARMY is what makes him the happiest. And for Dimple, he really enjoys seeing the smiles of his members and of ARMY in the crowd 
particularly when he is dancing and performing with his members. Mm -hmm. It was so sweet because in his clips, you got to see the smiles of each member, Mm -hmm. like just close-up shots of every one of their smiles. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet. And it it, it included Jungkook's smile too. And you could see up close his lip ring, you know. I loved it. Yes. I also loved in his that you could see like clips of army of the crowd. Imagine being one of the army and like, one of, one of those photos, shots right oh, yeah and now you're in like jungkook's proof of inspiration forever like right. yeah mm-hmm. incredible um so the next one that was released was rm and he included persona and stay he his reasoning for persona was that he still has many different sides of himself but now especially in the years since he's written persona he's realized that like all of those different sides of himself are him and he can just combine them into that one um they're all him and then stay his thought behind it is that army and members have always stayed by him no matter which self he was or felt like mm-hmm. um so i just i thought that was beautiful it really is beautiful for the stay and mm-hmm. his reasoning for stay mm-hmm. yeah and also knowing that he's had personal growth on the topic of persona since he first put it out well yeah yeah uh, with persona how it talks just about how he has all these different sides it's really confusing to know like which one am I? Mm-hmm. And then coming to the conclusion that he can be all at once. Yeah. Like he can be many different versions of himself. Yeah. Yeah. So then Sugar's was released. Sugar ended up picking Seesaw and Cypher Part 3. And I particularly loved his reasoning for picking these two songs because he doesn't really talk about the meaning of the songs all that much. He really wanted this to be uh, showing BTS's musical spectrum and that he chose two songs that are really polar opposite. You know, Seesaw is much more calmer and that Cypher Part 3 is much more energetic and intense. So really just showing that, you know, diversity in BTS's discography. So love that he picked those two songs. Yeah, I love that that's his reasoning because that's what we were particularly hoping for with Proof is that while we get to see such a range of their discography and Mm -hmm. of their music style and that was his, you know, concept too. His concept, yeah. For J-Hope, he chose Ego and Her saying that Her is a essentially a love song but his view of it changed much to army's interpretation when he realized that army was relating a lot of hers lyrics to having to change oneself for quote-unquote her um and so he said that there's many sides of himself that he doesn't like to show but through you know these two songs ego and her he accepts all of himself and that's just part of his ego So I thought, I mean, he was really well thought out with both of his explanations um, and really tied both of them together to like his core sense of self, which I found super interesting. Yeah, his ego. That's my ego. That's my ego. Yeah. Yeah. Both their outro songs, too. Yeah. Just found that interesting. Yeah. He did two outro songs. Yeah. Love that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about these concept photos. Ooh, this all happened while I was in Greece. I know, you know? It was like so hard. every moment I could connect to Wi-Fi, I was trying. Like at random restaurants, like on the beach, like does the beach have Wi-Fi? So yeah. I can see these concept photos. Yeah. Um, so they ended up releasing two versions for their concept photos. They were they released proof and then they also released door. Mm-hmm. And they had multiple days with like different Ver- like I guess different versions of those versions too right. so we really got a collection of them so let's go ahead and start with the proof version and the first day of photos that we ended up getting so these were the photos where we had them 
with these shields back behind them and we could see bullets being shot at them. And, you know, the shield also is like a massive target. It looks like a target, uh, which is also what the concept map was, which we didn't really know. We had speculated the concept map a lot. We're like, what is this? It looks like a record, kind of looks like a target Mm -hmm. shield. So we weren't too far off. But you can see each member has a different shield behind them like in in the way that it's damaged Mm -hmm. they're all damaged differently Mm -hmm. but all of them you can see dents you can see the bullets ricocheting off of it um super interesting we really just want to talk about well not just about like how fantastic they all look but (laughs) um kind of just like the placement of the bullet holes some of them have cracks and gashes Mm -hmm. just like the amount of of dents that they have and just kind of like the the symbolism going on here. yeah so let's talk about namjoon's mm-hmm. so his has like you know a lot of bullet hole dents just all over you know all over mm-hmm. pretty much sprayed around the entire thing and a lot of armies were saying i, I mean we didn't go and individually count but a lot of people were saying that he had the most mm-hmm. um it definitely looks like he has a considerable amount and um what we kind of interpreted his as is that, especially if he's having the most, is that he's the leader of the group and he's the most front facing when they go to do interviews or like when they go to the States and they have English interviews, he's definitely, it's mostly on his shoulders there. And so also being in that role, he can take a lot of the hate and he can shoulder a lot of that hate just because he has a lot more of the attention um that's kind of what i mean he's the front man of the group right right? yeah and but also he's also one of the main lyricists and producers so Mm -hmm. if there's any criticism for the rap or criticism for the writing and production of the song he's getting a lot of the hate for that too he's getting a lot of the criticism his expression is pretty blank though and i feel like we see all of the members their expressions are very blank they're not necessarily some of them have a little bit more emotion depending on who they are or what their pose is but a lot of them aren't like giving a lot of like it's not like they're frustrated or angry or like you know anything like that it's kind of like he's standing up there and i don't want to say thoughtlessly but just kind of like he's looking he's just off looking in off. the distance yeah. almost yeah yeah they all look very powerful though these look like power mm-hmm. stances power in stances in front of this target yeah 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 and just kind of overarching theme before we get into like each and every member you know we really think that i mean with it being proof and bulletproof and all of that mm-hmm. we do think that this is just like all the hate that they're getting right um but they're but just... they're still standing mm-hmm. right and yeah. they still look strong they're standing there bulletproof bulletproof yeah yeah i think he looks unbothered he does look unbothered yeah mm-hmm uh, so for Yoongi, he has a fair amount of dents, too, in his shield. But what is so interesting about his is most of his are, like, up towards the top of his shield. So the bottom part has less. Like, mm-hmm. it's all, like, right around his head and his and his face. He's kind of up there with, with Namjoon in terms of quantity mm-hmm. of these dents. Uh, he has quite a few. Yeah. It's interesting that his are all localized towards his head though he also has a couple really big ones over his shoulder and i can't help but to think about like his soldier shoulder pain and like Mm -hmm. surgery that he went through as like something that affected him throughout this career um i do think that yungi is someone who's really thoughtful about um the hate that they've gotten like he always has been and he's expressed that through like his various 
mixtapes or you know like in his verses and diss tracks or whatever mm-hmm. and so maybe that's like a reason why the bullets are more localized towards, towards the head, head towards his head yeah I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really great point. Or it's affected his mental health in that way, too. And that so could that could be, be. like mm-hmm. his mental health. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is looking directly at the camera off full forehead. He looks stunning, like gloss. He just really like gloss. Throwback. Throwback to his first, uh, his first rap name ever, if you didn't know. But yeah. I love that he's staring right at the camera. Mm-hmm. That's like, like straight he's, into it. He's facing it. Head on. Right, right head on. Yep. Which he's always done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jen, he is looking off into the distance, but oh my gosh, he is so stunning. This photo of Ridiculous. Jen really has wrecked me. I'm like, yeah. all right, full, <laughs> we're bringing it back to Jen. All right. Creeping up the bias list. Gorgeous. Okay. Um, <laughs> stunning. Really stunning. He's got like this really elegant, beautiful necklace on. Um, this like chain necklace with like multiple layers It's just sparkling it. so much. Yeah. Um, and his hand is kind of up. He's looking off in the distance. He really looks regal. Mm-hmm. But he does not have nearly as many bullet dents in his shield. Uh, and the mar- the majority of them are, like, pretty far out away from him. Yeah. Um, but he definitely has has some of that. Um, I just can't get over how stunning gorgeous he, looks. he is. He is gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's interesting that he really doesn't have too many, though, like especially coming off of the first two that we saw, the lack of bullets and dents that he has stands out. Um, But I also think that Jin has always been like kind of a lighthearted, like let stuff roll off his back kind of guy. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. So I wonder if he's very likable. Yeah. He's very likable. And he's also gone viral so many times for like being so handsome. He's so handsome. Like, you know, car door guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe like either he hasn't gotten as much hate or he hasn't felt the effects of the hate as much because he's just a very likable and doesn't let stuff get to him too much. He doesn't really let other people affect his decisions or how he feels about himself. And we're not saying that he hasn't had his fair share of criticism and because he has, he definitely has. He's had, a lot of hate in the past but but we kind of feel like these like w- the damage that's done to these targets are representative of what the members themselves feels like they have gotten i feel like they had to have had a say in this yeah. you know it, it can't just be random it's not random no. there's no way it's random when i when i saw nam june's and jimin's i was like yeah this, yeah they're saying something here right so let's talk about Ho socks. Hobie, his is Fighting so the, interesting. <laughs> you can go ahead. I've said go. interesting like 800 times, so I'm going to stop saying that now. Okay. But I just wanted to say, like, you know, we're talking about like the position and what they're looking at. Uh-huh. I'm like, Hobie's over here, like, fighting off the bullets with seduction. I like, know, he's right? the only one who looks so <laughs> sexy because he's like literally wiping his lip with his thumb, like, yeah. staring right into the camera so yeah. sexily. Yeah. I'm like, it's what the fuck? fighting off the hate with like seduction right i mean really <laughs> sorry full forehead he has this like silver platinum hair wiping his lip with his thumb yeah, way too sexy and it's kind of laylacky like it has yeah. a little bit of a purplish pinkish mm-hmm. tent i agree yeah oh yeah. man ho socks sorry okay mm-hmm. i mean don't don't be sorry let's get into the shield that's all we like, need to talk about the oh, no, pose just kidding. <laughs> and i mean he just looks so hot i mean his is i think he looks so hot because his is the power pose it's, like yeah. this is such a power pose like super unbothered oh yeah um, and he has he has a lot of like centralized bullet holes like only a couple like dents that are on the edge 
But something that, Bethany, you noticed in particular was instead of a lot of dents from bullets, he has a lot of cracks, like impacts and cracks in the shield. Like shattering cracks on the shield. Right, but yeah. it didn't actually dent it. Mm-hmm. So you had a really interesting theory about yeah. that. Oh and my God, kinda... I need to stop saying interesting. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> it is though. Um what I really thought about with the shattering, because it's really not noticeable, it wasn't until we went into research, so I was like, wow, he doesn't, you know, he's got dents, but he has these like shattering effects, you know, this cracking on it. And it makes me think of just how J-Hope has always said that he has to be like, you know, he's the hope of the group. That's his whole, you know, what he presents himself as. And so he feels like he can't really ever be down or show or outwardly show that he's being affected you know, or that he's upset or, you know, going through a tough time or anything like that because he's always this ray of sunshine. And that's, you know, that comes with a lot of weight. So I almost feel like that that shattering and that cracking uh, is that he's not, he doesn't show it as much, you know. He, you know, is affected and hurt by either like hate comments or any kind of backlash that he gets directly from BTS or at, as a BTS member, but it just doesn't show. Yeah, because he hides it. And he even talked about that in his proof of inspiration, saying that, you know, he has all these you know different sides to himself and that he just sometimes feels like he can't show truly how he's feeling mm-hmm. because he's always this happy sunshine, yeah. which he is. Yeah. You know, but um, that's kind of what I that's how I interpreted the cracking versus yeah. like the visual dent. And in it's the like shield. it's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still left an effect on him. But you don't notice it until you take a closer look. Until you take a closer look. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Hobie. No, Hobie. No. We love you. <laughs> oh, love him so much. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's talk about probably the most heartbreaking one. This is heartbreaking. Which is Jimin's. Yeah. And particularly going off of what you were saying with J-Hope about how his is like representing, you know, like his his hate that he shows particularly. Not mm-hmm. what he feels but what he shows. Mm-hmm. And so if if we're going along that same process, like this is this is the hate that Jimin feels and what he feels like he shows, you know, mm-hmm. that he shows on him or that he carries with him. And his his target has like a huge gash in it. Like someone took like a, a knife and ripped through it. It like, looks like it's fully ripped like, through. Like I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's, not it's even mangled. It's yeah. gnarled. And then in like the top like left side of it it has like this big dent like something hit it really hard from that Mm -hmm. side um on top of that it's just littered with bullet dents you know just anywhere all over it but these gashes in particular were super striking um and i just for me it makes me think about how hard he is on himself Mm -hmm. and how like he'll i don't even know if like he sees too many hate comments but if he sees them it affects him so deeply and he feels he feels horrible that he like hasn't lived up to x y and z standards or that he wasn't good enough or whatever like he takes it and he blames it on himself and internalizes it so much instead of thinking like okay these people their opinion isn't valid or whatever Mm -hmm. he he takes it on and he i think like it's really really hard for him to let go of it yeah and that's what those gashes make me think of Mm -hmm. he's really come a long way since then Mm -hmm. but uh just throughout bts's career he really has gotten so much hate and you know i just feel for him and he's so hard on himself like Mm -hmm. you were saying so 
when I was in Greece and I saw Jimin's, like I couldn't help but like I immediately wanted to talk to you about Jimin's because it's heartbreaking to look at. Yeah. Um, because of that massive gash on the side and that massive dent too in the top left. Mm-hmm. But he himself has never looked more ethereal. Yeah. Like I him in this particular photo, mm-hmm. he has a similar expression to Nam June. Totally. He's kind of looking off into the distance. Um, but the way that he's standing looks so powerful mm-hmm. and like you know, we've always said that Jimin kind of like looks a little unapproachable, you know, just because he's so handsome and sexy mm-hmm. and you see him here and he just has never looked more beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, man, I, with these concept photos, I just haven't been so drawn and wrecked to by Jimin as I am right now. Like, yeah. He just looks amazing. He looks perfect and perfect. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I totally agree with you. He has that same like unbothered look here. Like that's a really powerful his look. His hands in are in these. his pockets. His hands yeah. are in his pockets. Nonchalant, unbothered, yeah. like unaffected, standing in front of it. Like super powerful message to that bulletproof concept. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But he just looks stunning. When I saw this picture, when we got these the first day, immediately set it as my phone background. I was like, oh my God, he's so beautiful. Yeah. I might set it as my phone background. I love it so much. I changed it already to the door. (laughs) No, to the day two proof actually. Oh, did you? Um, Because just because it fit better orientation wise. But I think I'm going to find a wallpaper background with this photo just so it Uh, fits better it's powerful it's mm -hmm. a powerful photo it really is hi this is james mercer from the shins this is shirley manson this is low tallest defender of the cure this is huey lewis giving you the story behind the song the story behind the song is back with an exciting second season we peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like the killers heart the b-52s violent femmes jewel huey lewis modern english and more Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So for Young, he has a decent, he's kind of like in the middle ground. I'm like, sorry, but Young has never looked more handsome. He I'm, looks so fucking handsome I in this. I can't even discuss Young. Why? Why? I'm just, like, I'm just the black I hair tussled I, the jawline. Oh my God. I've just been mad at Young forever. <laughs> like since like Dynamite, I've just kind of been like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. He's never looked more handsome. Full forehead. Um, he's looking off in the distance too, and you know, again, hands in the pocket, non, you know, kind of this nonchalant. But also, he he looks to me, he looks a little threatening. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't approach it. I'm like, you know, he his eyes, his eyes are really dark. Yeah, yeah in they this look dark. Shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of in the middle ground with with the bullets. A lot of them are again a little bit towards the top of you know the upper half of the shield. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to tell. Um, but nothing like what you see with Yugi and Namjoon. Yeah. Um, again, just stunning. He looks great. I feel like he looks really expensive. Yeah, like, he does. Ugh, so hot. Yeah. The deep neck, mm-hmm. you know, coat that he's got on. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then for Jungkook. Yeah, let's talk about Jungkook. Uh, again, he's similar to to Taeyang, kind of like in the middle ground of like the amount of of dense hit that he has, mm-hmm. but he's looking directly at the camera. He has got this massive chain oh necklace on. Like, I want to know how much that necklace costs because it could not 
it has to be so expensive. Oh, but this is glistening. This is ultimate bad boy right here. Like, he, I'm dying. The lip piercing, the eyebrow piercing can, I mean. The head, like, slightly cocked back. Yeah. Like, fuck. The full forehead, Jungkook. Please um, give us a break. His pants, his thighs have zippers. Yeah. Like, which you can really zippers. see in the full, like, OT7 shot for the, the yeah. proof concept where they're in front of, like, the safe. Mm-hmm. You can see he has zippers on his yeah. inner thigh. I'm just kind of noticing this now as we're looking at the photos, but like they all have a pretty bright spotlight on all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which kind of makes me think of them just being in the spotlight. Yeah. The kind of the hate and yeah. uh, the bullets you have to take being mm. so much in the spotlight. So true. Wow. Yeah, these first day one concept photos for proof that we got, I think we were both really blown away by them. Yeah. And we feel like they had a lot of meaning. The there. symbolism in the it. The symbolism yeah. is deep. I feel like all of like the the amount of bullet holes, the location, all of it had a lot of significance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The cracking on Hosa. The cracking. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that we could see the bullets actually ricocheting off like Mm -hmm. this is not something it would be totally different. I feel if it was just the damaged target. Right. But the fact that you still actively see the bullets is like, okay, this is like something still going on actively right now. Yeah. Yeah. Still bulletproof. Still bulletproof. All standing there. And I just want to quickly talk about the group shot of them standing all in front of a safe. Looks like a safe, and you can see the bullet dents in the safe, too, but all of them are lined up in front of it, and Jungkook even has his arms crossed Mm -hmm. over his waist, and it looks like they're protecting, I don't know why, but I think of, like, their discography. I don't know if that's what's what's behind the the door, what's in the safe, but whatever it is, like, if it's their own... You know, themselves that they're protecting you know their inner selves that they're mm-hmm. protecting but it looks like there ain't no way you're breaking through there mm-hmm. <laughs> like so bulletproof so. so strong they all like these power poses and seeing them all together it's just such a powerful message i did yeah. not expect this from concept photos no like, damn i get it I'm, but it works so well it does yeah it fits so well with the overall concepts like we didn't hypothesize too much about what proof would look like but mm-hmm. man this is like such a great concept for proof right right the next day that we got some proof uh photos we were getting like headshots of them so more close up like almost beauty shots of them but what was interesting is that they're in the crosshairs of like the sight of a gun and there's two different crosshair colors that we see we see red and green and um the Machne line got the red crosshairs and the young line are all in green crosshairs uh-huh. and it feels significant, like, that they're split up, divided, like, between Machne and Young Line, between the red and the green. Like, did it just fall that way? Or did it just fall? But how we coincidental just... for it being Machne's and Young? And I just don't feel like they would just, coinc- by coincidence, yeah. decide that, you know? So I don't know what the significance is yet, but I think that once we get into more stuff or see, like, a music video or something, maybe we'll f- see some significance behind mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No idea, though. But in all these shots, you see this like it looks like bathroom tiling Mm -hmm. that's behind them some people some armies were talking about like the bathroom that we see in run Mm -hmm. uh, because we do have like some throwback to the most beautiful moment so it could be that i i really don't know but having that pretty bare background brings so much focus to their faces like you were saying these are like glamour beauty shots of just like them up close Mm -hmm. get to see a lot of their uh, visuals and just like the 
my gosh, like all the ice that they have on, like yeah. Jimin. Mm-hmm. Jimin has so many like, big, fat, like glistening diamonds. They look like diamonds. I really don't know what jewels yeah. they are, but I mean, just stunning. Um, but again, in these, in the crosshairs of these, you know, like they're getting shot at. Mm-hmm. Or they're they're being aimed at. Aimed at the very at. least, they're targets here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're targets in, in these photos. And people who were connecting it, I thought it was interesting to connect it to the run bathroom because it is like the white tile with black grout type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't think it's exactly the same. But if it is supposed to harken back to that and like yet to come is the most beautiful moment in life like we have a lot of parallels with h by my age like Mm -hmm. do these concept photos represent the crosshairs that they were in particularly during those eras right because h by my age was such a turning point it was a telling moment for them it was it was a time where they really had they really had to prove themselves they were working the hardest they had ever worked um but it was also a time where they for the first time were really blowing up in popularity and like getting awards and getting accolades and getting noticed mm-hmm. and it was a lot of pressure you yeah. know um so i just it's what it makes me think of if yeah. it is if it is supposed to hearken to that i hope it does yeah. i hope that's what it is hearkening to i also just noticed that in every single one of these shots their expressions they all look very apathetic mm-hmm. almost like they're used to it like this again or you know like just no real yeah response to it some of them are like staring it down like Young, the crosshair is almost right on his eye namjoon it's right on his eye uh hobie it's almost right there but like Young and namjoon are almost looking right at where it would be coming from yeah yeah. looks so threatening like it's almost like come at me really though with the chin up with the chin up Mm. and you know with the shield behind him too he out of all the members i felt like he's the one who's just like bring it yeah he like he's ready to take it on mm-hmm. um but a lot of them really do look just yungi's kind of, looking right at it like right yeah. down the scope too yeah yeah um oh i just because it's on my mind right now i do want to comment on um just the concept of bullets and guns and everything right now because somebody on instagram had dm'd us about it mm-hmm. just that they had been feeling just as an american really uncomfortable and almost like triggered by this photo shoot and these concept photos because of all of the gun violence that not only happens in america but has been happening recently like school shootings now more than ever i mean yeah just terrible um so i want to say that i think it's really okay if you are feeling triggered by that and not wanting to like look at these photos or pick up the concept photo book when you buy it or whatever because i don't think that bts are necessarily in tune with what's going on here in america with gun violence Mm -hmm. um and it's not their responsibility to be um i understand why anyone is triggered by it like i'm a Mm -hmm. teacher and so hearing about school shootings in particular is really really hard Mm -hmm. um but it's i think that i'm not gonna like hold that against them or blame them for this this iconography of like bullets or bulletproof like i don't think they're glorifying it i don't think they're glorifying this is something that's like very ingrained in their concept from their debut you know i mean they're called bulletproof boy scouts is like their name in korean so i think that um it's not timely for 2022 united states necessarily to have those visuals but this is like them like this is really them this is not them trying to like they went with the with the symbolism right with the symbolism of what that is with them yeah Yeah. so i get that i i'm glad that you brought that up yeah 
I've thought about it a little bit too. I mean, just especially with the news here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all you hear about and it's it's really just a challenging time for so many people and it's really sad what's going on in this country. So I get that. Yeah, being kind of, you know, triggered by this for sure. Yeah. Um but they also, I mean, think about how long ago they put this concept together. We almost feel like they had this anthology planned out prior to 2020, like that they potentially were thinking about releasing this even after their um, Map of the Soul 7. Yeah. You know, just to kind of wrap up and go into their next chapter mm-hmm. after their, you know, seventh year. So, um, yeah, I think that was important that you brought that, yeah. brought that up. It's a, it's a hard topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think BTS are responsible for solving America's problems no. or speaking to it or representing it. And yeah, so... It's okay if you feel poorly it, yeah, about it. Yeah, especially with like the being, you know, the, yeah. the bullets. Yeah. Seeing the bullets. Um, well, how about we move on to door then? Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go to the door version. The lighter concept photos. Yeah, let's lighter. lighten it up a little we bit. We got dark and light yeah. all in one. Yeah. I yeah. mean, really, I love that BTS are doing a dark and a light concept in one comeback. It's like everything we ever needed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So getting into the door, uh, just overall, there it's like this silk and sheer combination where we see bts in these very nice like pastel outfits kind of like some of them have jackets or kind of like dusters a lot of like sheer elements and silk elements and a lot of white and light pink and light blue which Mm -hmm. those are like hyh colors I hadn't even thought about that. The light pink and the light blue. Uh That is HYYH colors. They also (sighs) make me think of the silk photo shoots that they had for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Do you remember Mm. those like silk outfits? Yeah. Um, Do I remember? (laughs) How (laughs) do I remember that Min Yoongi performing in that silk suit? Yes, I do. Yeah, fuck yeah, we do. (laughs) How could you forget? (laughs) That's what this makes us think of. Also, a lot of armies were connecting this photo shoot to their one of their no concept photo shoots because Uh in that photo shoot they were wearing a lot of light colors it wasn't like really nice outfits like this it was but, mostly white but they it was were... a lot of white and then they had like sheer curtains like kind of draping and mm-hmm. all around the set which they so... have all this sheer mm-hmm. you know draping that right. they have in these photo shoots here mm-hmm. very bright like they're in this just this white almost natural lit room it's gorgeous. Yeah. Very gorgeous. So talk about glamour shots. Like we thought that the proof, you know, the headshots were glamour shots there, but no. These day one door mm-hmm. where it's just like the light background and the the sheer drapes in the back, you know, like it they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Tae Young has this like silver flower that he's holding in his mouth. Yeah. Like I just love that he made this decision. Yeah, again, his chin is tilted up. He's going with this pose a lot lately. He just has never looked more confident. He's always been confident, mm-hmm. but oh man. Oh, I should mention that we got full body shots here and also like headshots here. So yeah, we got both. We get both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jimin, especially the the one of him up close, I just think he looks so oh, stunning. So the ones so they have the the like head-on shots they all have like it's pretty much like headshots where you can see the crack of a door lighting their face oh yeah the the remainder like what's around them the lighting is pretty dark and the only thing lighting up their face is that the crack from the door Mm -hmm. the light coming through the door and that particular shot of jimin i'm just like man he is so gorgeous like i know we talk about it enough 
but there's no, we just, don't. <laughs> there's uh, there's what? No, we don't. We don't. We don't we talk don't. about it enough. Yeah. That's I think that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, but he's just so stunning. Like mm-hmm. I know that we I just like I don't feel like I can fully describe with words his no. beauty. No. Um, I I'm just so wrecked right now by him mm-hmm. with proof that I'm really nervous about what's to come with like the music video and everything. Um, he's just, he's just gorgeous. Yeah. He's so I gorgeous. Mean, you're preaching to the choir. I know I like, am. You know, everybody knows I've been a Jimin bias since day one, but then I started double biasing with Namjoon. But right now, lately it's been like Namjoon who, like I know he's looking fine as hell in these like concept photos also, but Jimin is killing me he looks so stunning and perfect and i mean i feel like he's just expressing so much in these photos i can't look away cannot look away um i really was interested because i think on our last episode we were hypothesizing about these like what door would be like if they would be going through a door or how a door could be possibly included in the concept of these photos and so to get the light kind of filtering through the crack in a door and to think about that along with the HYYH colors that we have Mm -hmm. in their outfits and the concept of yet to come the most beautiful moment um it makes me hopeful to like they're going through that door what's yet to come what's you know like it feels very symbolic of the future yeah like literally a door opening Mm -hmm. you know um a new door opening. Yeah, yeah. It's very hopeful seeing be, them being in that dark room and seeing the light of the crack coming through a door being mm-hmm. lit up like over their eye. Mm-hmm. I just love the symbolism that's going on with all these concept photos. They um, see the future. Yeah. I really think that it's it's symbolic of what's to come, what is yet to come. I, I really feel that with, with yeah. the, the door version. I really want to highlight Jungkook's hair. A lot of armies are talking about his, you know, that really heavy um bang bang that's going on right because that is so debut jungkook you know no more dream jungkook he had that kind of hair also permission to dance he had a similar hairstyle too yeah so i really think that it's hearkening back again to to their debut and jungkook with just this like really heavy bang and it's it looks so good it's it so debut so debut but just the jungkook of today mm-hmm. yeah I think he definitely did that on purpose. He was like, I want my debut hairstyle. Mm -hmm. And it's a hairstyle that he's had a lot over the years, too. So it feels very him. It doesn't feel like 2013 Jungkook just stepped out for these concept photos. Um, But I think it was an active choice to have this hairstyle for Mm -hmm. these photos. In his shot, too, he's got his hand on his face so you can see his, like, hand army tattoos cute yeah precious great great amazing we're just great scrolling through now photos. amazing yeah, concept we're just photos. like looking at them admiring them <laughs> okay moving on um so they ended up releasing this proved concept photo short clip and that was kind of unexpected i don't think it was really on the proved concept map at Mm-mm. all i didn't um, even know about it until you told me yeah so they released it on twitter that's where i saw it and it was really just like they had two different kind of thematic songs that played along to just shots of them. It looked like the like additional concept photos that we'll get in the actual pamphlet, like whenever you end up getting your album, you know, all the the photos inside. It looked like more of that. Mm-hmm. But what, what was so interesting that I saw a lot of discourse going on on Twitter was about the crowns that are represented in the photos that we don't see in the concept photos that they released, but that were shown in the photo short clip that they put out. Mm -hmm. And you notice that all of the young members are 
wearing some form of crown jewelry. So Namjoon is the only one who actually has like a real crown that he wears on top of his head. And I saw a lot of armies talking about just like the crown, you know, just as heavy as it is, like, you know, that that weighs on you Mm -hmm. and just thinking about Namjoon being the leader of the group Mm -hmm. and how much that weighs on him, how heavy the crown is, weighs on your head. Right. And then I just, again, find it so interesting seeing the youngs being separated from the Mocknays. Like, I don't really feel that that has been a thing a thing with all, with all of BTS's comebacks and all of their concept photos. Like usually it's pretty random, but it's very divided with young and Mocknay. So I almost feel like the youngs are holding a lot more responsibility or like they're showing more of that Mm -hmm. with this comeback with proof. Um, super interesting. It really reminds me a lot too of back when Map of the Soul 7 came out. There was like all this rumor going around about like this jewelry store having leaked creating crowns for BTS, which made us also think like, have they been planning proof since Map of the Soul 7 back in 2020? Yeah, like remember that Instagram post and they even like tagged like BTS big hit official in it or whatever right. and everybody was like what is this and then it just disappeared mm-hmm. it also really makes me think of Shadow with Yoongi showing like the flashing crown drawings in Shadow yeah I hadn't thought about the crown images in Shadow mm-hmm. but that's just even more of like evidence that they wanted to do this back then after Map of the Soul yeah. 7 or just foreshadowing right yeah guess, which you know foreshadowing what, two years why no. not they could I don't they have <laughs> <laughs> no I feel like that's that's stretching it more than saying this was supposed to happen back then yeah yeah who knows <laughs> well you know it'd be great if that's what was supposed to be you know what was to be next yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Uh, the last kind of thing that I wanted to say about proof right now is that BTS are going to be promoting proof on Korean music shows, which is the first time that they've done anything like that in two years. They'll be on M Countdown, they'll be on Music Bank, and they'll be on KBS Inkigayo. Um, so probably yet to come performances, maybe some other new songs. Right. Pretty excited about that. I'm so excited about stages? it. Stages? Stages. I immediately thought of like my very first BTS comeback was mm-hmm. Love Yourself Her. And I was so new to the BTS, you know fandom and and everything that i just didn't know that those comeback stages were a thing we had no idea i had no idea so whenever they released the album and the music video and then starting to get like these stages of dna and mic drop i love that mic drop Mm -hmm. stage performance i don't i don't know if it was in countdown or music bank honestly but i feel like it was one of those two Mm -hmm. 
that soap transition, you know, oh, back to back. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, that hit me so hard. Mm-hmm. So to see after two years that they're going to be doing this again, I think again is hearkening back to how they debuted. Um, they don't necessarily need to do these Korean music shows anymore. And from what I've heard, like they really don't treat the artists all that well. That's just kind of what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily true. And that Yoongi has said it's a lot of work, but to see that they're going to work really hard to deliver these stages for us and especially for like the the Korean audience mm-hmm. is awesome. Like yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Really amazing because something that we get with these stages is all different outfits for every single performance. Mm-hmm. And that's always like, oh, which is your favorite one? Oh, this one with such and such outfit, whatever. And they always do something like a little bit different, especially because they're wearing the different outfits or they'll have different hairstyles or whatever. It's just a treat. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's fun to see them win. And yeah, yeah can't wait. I also think it's just them going back to their roots, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of their stages that they've done now or like when they have their first live performance has been like for Billboard Mm -hmm. or like I remember getting Black Swan on James Gordon or whatever. Now they're going to be delivering these live performances for the first time on Korean music shows. Right. Impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely going back to their roots there. All right. So in the midst of all of the proof uh, releases that have mm. been going on. We've also been getting Festa, which it's so <laughs> funny because I almost thought that we wouldn't be getting much Festa content this year just because of proof happening at the same time. And we both were talking in a couple episodes back, like, how are they going to do Festa? Like, it's all right. happening right around Festa. Like, that was a real big question mark. And then they released this, like, Festa concept map, although it doesn't have any dates on it. Right. (laughs) Um, But they did release like a map essentially of like what to expect with their uh, their Festa for 2022. Right. It's basically just like a list of what they're releasing. But yeah, yeah, like you said, no dates. Um, And even their tweets about them are pretty cryptic. For example, they use clock emojis to tease what time something is dropping. Um, And sometimes they don't even really tell you what that thing is. It's just like, here's a tweet with like four different clock emojis and like four dates, you know. Um, But that's been fun. It's been cool to like kind of uh, discover what mm-hmm. what's happening um i don't know i've been enjoying it so far i have too yeah for like opening ceremony they had like their family portraits that they released so they ended up reenacting a lot of photos from their past so cute because we ended up getting a reenactment from bon voyage too yes. which you all know that's like my BB2. favorite bb2 in hawaii <laughs> i was like no they reenacted like the you know the shot that they had taken on the boat on one of the like sunset boat rides mm-hmm. that they went on like mm, yeah out of all photos to choose you yes know? Yeah. yeah yeah um they ended up releasing which i think has been the most my favorite content so far for festa has been the dance practices oh hell yeah they've released them on youtube and they've released them in chronological order starting from like as early as like 2014 videos progressing to 2017 so we ended up getting we are bulletproof part two with no more dream we got no danger butterfly am i wrong tomorrow and the and mic drop but it's like a moving version mm-hmm. haven't seen as far as i'm aware we haven't seen these dance practices maybe mm. some of them have mm-hmm. been reposted but like i'm pretty sure i have not seen that mic drop moving version before Mm-mm. like i when i saw that i'm like have to watch i watched it for the first time with you kayla actually because i was like i gotta 
We got to watch this together. <laughs> yeah. I know we haven't seen that danger one because we would have remembered a dance practice with or five out of the seven members in fucking shorts or right, butterfly. Right. 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 <laughs> we would have <laughs> <the> remembered. <laughs> like they're all in shorts except for like two of them. Right. Oh, God. Just destroy us mm-hmm. yeah um i agree this has been some of my favorite festa content like ever is getting these like Old previously dance unreleased dance practices and i also feel like it's very timely to be releasing these right now as they're in the process of coming back with proof it just all makes sense and goes together and right. same thing with the you know like the family portraits of them kind of like redoing ones from the past it goes along with what they're doing with proof right now so i think it it ties together super well i think festa is complementing this comeback um in a really good way and right we because were, of all the throwback right yeah. and we were concerned like how are they gonna fit all this in or are they gonna do whatever but it, it's working very very nicely it's a lot going on though with it's both so festa and all this comeback content it's like oh gosh yeah um they is also, this festa related or is this <laughs> is proof this related yeah <laughs> Uh, they also have released a 2021-22 selfie collection, which is just a great lookbook back through their year um, and just seeing them all and all of the the selfies of them super cute and, uh, you know, like during behind the scenes of photo shoots or performances or music videos, whatever. It's a, it's a great, great just time. Just never before seen, yeah. you know, photos. Yeah. yeah. And then there's going to be a song for ARMY. Yeah. Too. Really looking forward to that. Wondering what it could be. All right. Well, to kind of wrap this all up, we do want to talk about BTS speaking at the White House. Mm-hmm. Again, I was in Greece, so I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to be at the White House? Like, like how do I watch this? Um, so BTS spoke at the White House to discuss anti-Asian hate crimes, Asian inclusion and diversity for AANHPI Heritage Month. hmm So we're just kind of quickly going to go over what each and every member said. So for BTS's remarks at the White House, this uh, Namjoon ended up saying, thank you, Karen, for your kind words. And hi, we're BTS. And it is a great honor to be invited to the White House today to discuss important issues of anti-Asian hate crimes, Asian inclusion, and diversity. Jin went on to say, today is the last day of AANHPI Heritage Month. We joined the White House to stand with the AANHPI community and to celebrate. Jimin said, we were devastated by the recent surge of hate crimes, including Asian American hate crimes. To put a stop on this and to support the cause, we'd like to take this opportunity to voice ourselves once again. Hosak continued, we are here today thanks to our army, our fans worldwide who have different nationalities and cultures and use different languages. We are truly and always grateful. Jungkook said, we still feel surprised that music created by South Korean artists reaches so many people around the world, transcending languages and cultural barriers. We believe music is always an amazing and wonderful unifier of all things. Yungi continued, it's not wrong to be different. I think equality begins when we open up and embrace all of our differences. And Taeyang spoke last, saying everyone has their own history. We hope today is one step forward to respecting and understanding each and every one as a valuable person. Well, to be speaking at the White House mm-hmm. with an American president over uh, a topic as important as this and as you know relevant as this right now, um, what a truly huge honor um, to be invited to speak and to, you know, I just 
I'm so proud of them. I really didn't expect this. And I was super surprised when it was announced and when they went and did it. Um, I'm just, yeah, just super prideful in what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I've told you, I feel that every waking moment of every day, I'm saying I'm so proud of BTS. Mm -hmm. And with moments like, like these, I think, how could I feel any more prouder than I already do when they continue to do really outstanding, you know, work and be, you know, doing the best that they can and what they can and speaking out and being invited to the White House to talk on such a topic as, you know, as this, just as, you know, how could, I couldn't be any more proud. And I'm sure they're so proud of themselves too. Um, How many musicians get invited to speak on it? You know, very few. And I think, I don't, I mean, I could be totally wrong on this, but I feel like I saw a tweet that said BTS are the first boy group since like the Beatles to be asked to come to the white house yeah um so i just think i didn't that's even so know powerful. the beatles had gone to the white house yeah maybe i'm totally making that up right now but i mean i know you know like i know were... that really big musicians like lady gaga who are activists for different things have gone to the white house to speak on an activist behalf but the number of musicians that go to do that is very small and yeah. so for bts to be included on that list to be there like as activists and advocates and you know as a mouthpiece for hey this is something that should be addressed and we can all come together um is huge i mean they're clearly now being recognized by the american government as being influential in this way in a positive way um so yeah i had friends who aren't even fans of bts or know them much like reaching out and being like wow like bts were at the white house they were at the white house yeah yeah. i told my parents Mm -hmm. i told my sisters i told Corey's whole family family in Greece I was like BTS are speaking in the White House like you know just so proud um but yeah there's a lot of people too who don't really follow BTS who are like okay hold up they just spoke at the White House like what what an honor really what an honor and they really uh showed that they were so grateful to have had that opportunity and to be invited Mm -hmm. um just to cite ourselves we did get all of that translation from Bora. Of course. But not only did they speak at the White House, they also sat down and spoke with President Biden in the Oval Office. Yeah. Um, so in our Google Doc, we have the um, whole video and conversation with President Biden linked if you want to go and watch it. But really, it was just so sweet to see them sit down with President Biden. He had played, I think he played butter or dynamite or something mm-hmm. at the beginning. I think it was dynamite, actually. And he's like, just to make you feel at home or whatever, <laughs> kind of like as an icebreaker. Right. And then got more into like the heavy topics of just like what's happening here in the States in terms of, you know, Asian hate crimes that's been going on. So, um, again, just so proud, so grateful. Uh, to be able to have like, I don't even care that it's Biden, but to be able to have yeah. a president's ear to talk about something, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I just think that's so amazing. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. BTS. Wow. So proud of them. I was landing in Newark as they were like, deli- like literally landing off my plane right like minutes before they spoke at the White House. I'm like, okay, I'm in Newark, so I'm like not that far away from them. <laughs> like they're in DC. <laughs> You're like on the same coast as I them. literally texted you. I was like, 
I took a picture, you know, like on the flight where you can see where your plane is, mm-hmm. like in destination, like it's like flying across like the map, sure. <laughs> like the world map. Yeah. I could see it. I literally took a picture so that you could see DC and Newark. <laughs> and I took a picture of it and I sent it to my sister and I'm like, this is how close I am to BTS right now. <laughs> how does it feel again to be in the same time zone as them? It's fantastic. Just amazing. Like, it's never better on the same yeah. soil. It's just, you know, <laughs> armies, you get it. Yeah, get everybody it. gets it. <laughs> Um, so what I want to talk about too is after their visit to the White House, Jimin ended up posting on Weavers, and we feel like this post was kind of random and it he was seemed really random. He seemed like weirdly apologetic, which just makes me think of his proof concept photos with the shield and the gash in it. Like mm-hmm. he's always reprimanding himself when he doesn't need to be. Right. Um and Later on, after going back and rereading it, it doesn't seem like he's quite as apologetic as I originally felt, but still. So I want to read it for you. Mm -hmm. He says, Armies, it's Jimin. Have you all been well? This time we've gone to America and have come back. You must already know what kind of event we participated in. I'm grateful and honored that there's many armies of various races, nationalities, and cultures, and that I was able to represent you all and participate in this event and raise my voice. However... I wondered if I, who had come to represent you all, was still too inexperienced. I feel apologetic for the times that I have worried you because of my inexperience. I will work hard to become a more mature me so that I don't worry you anymore in the future. You must have worried because I haven't come to visit you often these days, but I'll come visit you often. I always miss you, ARMY. So, like... The middle of that, where he's like, I wondered if I had, if I'm still too inexperienced to represent you all, and I felt apologetic because of that. Like, I don't think he did anything that made him seem inexperienced or unprofessional or immature. I thought he was wonderful at the White House. And so it just made me feel bad that he's maybe beating himself up over. I think it's self-doubt. Yeah. I think it's self-doubt. And it, you know... It, to me, it shows that he's not taking it lightly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he feels a huge sense of responsibility to be speaking, you know, at the White House. I mean, yeah, I mean. That's, and to be representing these voices. To be representing, you know, all of his members, mm-hmm. to be representing his own country, to mm-hmm. be re- representing uh, an entire race. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's a lot of pressure. So I think the self-doubt comes from just like him thinking who am i to you know to be, be, doing sta- to be speaking and you know yeah in his letter he ended up saying i feel apologetic for the times that i have worried you because of my inexperience and i just don't know what specifically he's thinking about when he said that because i don't feel that he's inexperienced mm-hmm. at all you know um i don't know if that's his own self-doubt or if he's gotten a couple comments or something mm-hmm. um from from whoever People, whoever but i just want him to know yeah. that i do not think that he's inexperienced he has lived a life like three times the size of mine yeah. if more than that way more than that i'm really like undermining it but like he's he's not inexperienced and Mm-mm. um i just feel that he's in a position to be able to to speak yeah it's not on the behalf that you, of others. Yeah. It's not that you deserve to speak more than others. It's just that you have gotten to a position in life where you have that opportunity. Yeah. And I just want to like put it out into the universe. Like Jim and we're so proud of you. Right. And we love you and we support you. And you are amazing. And you always do such a great job he looked so representing poised. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And representing and his delivery was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 
Jimin, you're amazing. And BTS, truly amazing to have gone and spoke at the White House and had this another almost like ambassador kind of position that they're that they're in here. Yeah. Anyways, even though we feel this way, like, I think that it was clearly on his mind and I appreciate, you know, the, his, his words that he spoke so honestly mm-hmm. with us, you know, mm-hmm. if it helped him, then, you know, I'm grateful that he put it out, but yeah. I want him to know too, like, we thought he really did a fantastic job and there yeah. really isn't an apology needed no, as, at all. No, but yeah, it's yeah. sweet that it was on his mind and he expressed himself that way. Yeah. Um, but we're getting to the to the end here yeah. of everything we need to talk about this week. But we know comeback is literally like hours from now. If hours. You, if you're listening to this episode when it's released, hours or it's already been released. Oh my god, are you screaming? Are you living? Like, what's going on? Just hold on. We're listening too. <laughs> we're gonna come back with another episode. <laughs> Seriously, we are going to have episodes about yet to come and about the album itself. ASAP. As soon as we can talk about it, we are probably, as you're listening to this, ferociously researching together and having the best time. So Mm -hmm. we hope you have the best time listening to the album and the music videos. um, And we can't wait to talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. Before we go, we want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Emily, Madison, and Holly. Wow. Thank you guys so much for all of your support thank we you so love much you and appreciate you endlessly uh if you enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes please let us know by writing a review on spotify or apple Podcasts or wherever you listen it means so much and it really motivates us and it lets other people know that hey this is something someone enjoys and they might read your review and decide to listen so that's super helpful and just really, really amazing yeah. yeah um and of course you can find links for all of our social medias we're standing bts pod everywhere and links for supporting glad the charity of the month in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts